I'm Derek Joyce and I'm here with Paul Omorda and this is I'm Not The Expert But. This is a podcast where we'll discuss everything from the most complex ideas that we know nothing about to the simplest ideas that we probably know nothing about either. So put the kettle on, get comfy and join us. What is it, Friday what? What's it? Seventh. Friday the 8th. 8th. Friday the 8th of September. Fucking summer is gone, man. Well, it's back. Well, it's back. It's an Indian summer that's back. Yeah, yeah. Did you uncap your fizzy water? No. Well, uncap it now so we can get our fizz out of the way. Mm-hmm. Exactly that. That's what I was talking about. One thing I learned from the poo podcast. Right. Nobody wants to listen to anything about poop. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. Even though it wasn't graphic and it wasn't gross. And it, it was a great been episode. That popular. Really fun. It hasn't done great numbers there, has it? Yeah, well, you know. People are off. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, come here. Uh, did you see that mad thunder lightning storm the other day? No. Mad one here. A couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. The, the but, uh, house that was struck by lightning. Yeah, come here. Yeah. We were blessed. One here in our back garden, like literally the middle of my lawn. That's uncanny. I know, that there's yeah. so many large structures yeah. around. And, and I thought it was deadly, like, oh my God, that's awesome, you know. Great. And then I went on Facebook and I seen there was two houses around the corner on fire. I was like, shit. Fucking hell, yeah. You know, kind of hit me down just how lucky we were. Like, it wasn't more than eight feet from the house, like. Fuck that. But anyway, that's what inspired the idea for this podcast. Extreme weather. Bizarre and extreme weather. Because they're extreme weather. And lots of it. So we both went different directions. Yeah. Researching this. Yeah. And I researched the lowest temperatures where they were recorded, the highest temperatures wherever they were recorded, the windiest, the wettest. Right, okay. All this kind of crack. Okay. And that's not apparently what you did. No, I went a bit more for the kind of... Bizarre phenomenon, a rare kind of weather phenomenon. Okay, of so which pretty cool stuff. Of which there's loads. Yeah, there's and loads it's, of them. It's yeah. like no, I've only picked a few. It's exactly. I was just about to say it's it's like the hottest, coldest, wettest, whatever ist. Yeah. Places there are there are lots of them. Cool. I just picked the the top of the pile. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, there's loads of shit out there, man. Yeah. There's loads of mess up weather. And it's getting more messed up because of climate change. Of course, yeah, yeah. No, it is. Like, there's no question. So here. everything we're about to talk about now is subject to change in the very short term future. Yeah, and it's yeah. Okay. not getting better. Let's okay. put it that way. Okay, well, I was on the World Meteorological Organization website. Say that right now, full of marbles. I'm calling it the WMO from now on. That's it. And there's a quote from a guy called Randall Cervini. And he says, everyone is interested in the hottest, wettest, windiest facts. So creating a database of professionally verified records is useful in that fact alone. So they can just keep track of stuff and where stuff temperatures have dropped. Mm. Or temperatures have gone up or times have changed, all that kind of crack. I think in that as well, actually, what's more more kind of useful, I suppose, you know, that hottest, wettest, windiest, whatever is the most changed areas. The areas have changed yeah, that's, that's way more than, you know. Like the coldest area has probably always been the coldest area. But is there somewhere that used to be moderately warm that is now cold or, you know? Well, 
you know, I'm sure it's all changed. Analyzing that and data within that database is going to be invaluable for that. It's it's in tracking change as opposed. It's all to very fluid. Yeah, yeah. It's a very fluid thing. Uh, whether patterns are going to change, and this mm -hmm. is the whole argument about people saying it's a climate scam. It doesn't work. It's weather has always changed, and if you go to somewhere like Antarctica, which is the first place I'm going to stop off. If you go to Antarctica and you bore holes down through four kilometers of ice and pull it out and analyze them, you're going to see change yeah. throughout the centuries, Eons, throughout yeah. the millennia. Yeah. Yeah. But the argument that's being put forward by climate activists is humanity is changing climate faster yeah, than it's more ever changed than before. Ever They're changed. not arguing yeah. that it's, it's not never natural changed. Change. Yeah. It's not natural change. So it's accelerated. Yeah. So we're accelerating it to the point where it's a problem. We're yeah. changing stuff irrevocably. Yeah. And I mean, you only have to kind of grasp the idea that it's a very fine, very fine balance of biosphere on this planet. Like, yeah. You know, look at our solar system. Life as we know, it does not exist anywhere else in the solar system. Or, or at least so far as we, we know, know of. Yeah. yeah. And it's certainly not multi-cell life, you know, advanced, enhanced life. Again, so far as we know. As far as we know, yeah. Well, yeah, well... I think you know, we know there's little grey men on Saturn now, in fairness, but there may be micro Okay, you might know that, but I don't. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. But what I'm saying is, it's, it's because of where we are in the solar system, our distance from the sun, all of that stuff, the chemical makeup, the planet, everything. It's the Goldilocks zone. It's the Goldilocks zone. That's yeah. exactly it. Not too hot, not too cold, just right. Just right. All that, kind of that doesn't know what the Goldilocks. And there's so many of the Goldilocks factors on this planet that have led to life being able to exist. That balance can very, very, very easily be thrown completely out of whack. And has been. Yeah. And... You know, no, not has been now, but has been in the past. Yeah, like the the, yeah. the chicks lub impact crater in the Yucatan Peninsula yeah. that and killed all the dinosaurs. the dinosaurs and all yeah. that kind of crack. Like extinction level events are not as like they are they're catastrophic. What I'm, they don't have to be as huge or apocalyptic as a meteor strike. Yeah. Well, that, that you know. sixty five million years ago extinction mm -hmm. is just one in a line of. Loads of Lots of extinctions. Over the, there was yeah. 250 million years well, ago. Don't there was an extinction level Don't be listening to this either. But it is like if we, if we tip the scale too far, there's no going back from it. Like it Not will. Hum nature will always oh, yeah. continue I mean, and it will adapt. Yeah. But it will adapt without us. Look appropriate where Chernobyl is, yeah? Yeah. And they all had to evacuate yeah. because of the leak. Nature has reclaimed that. Yeah. It's a it's a jungle practically now. You know, and they've they? actually done research of the animals that are there living in the highly radioactive environment. Yeah. Not around the destroyed facility no, but of Chernobyl, yeah. but the surrounding area. Mm. And they're thriving. Yeah. You know, so nature will rebound. Nature will always come back and always adapt, but not necessarily with humanity. And that's mm. what the argument is. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, anyway, that's enough pontificating for one day. Yeah, okay. I'm not into I don't like pontificating. No. no. Lowest temperature in the world. Gonna say Antarctica because you mentioned it. It's Antarctica. Yeah, yeah. It's Vostok in Antarctica. Okay, yeah, yeah, and it was recorded in on July the 21st in 1983. So a long time after endurance. 
which was, you know, Ernest Shackleton and... Uh, oh, yeah, but he wasn't the first there. I mean, you no, know, no, he wasn't the first, but um, I've recently been doing a lot of reading around Antarctic explorations. Fascinating stuff. The temperature recorded was minus 89.2 degrees Celsius okay. or minus 128.6 degrees Fahrenheit, if you're a Fahrenheit fan. Or American. Well, I think they're the Anything only, are they the only ones that use Fahrenheit. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So there you go. I'm, Anything but metric. Yeah, I'm, I'm involving everybody. I'm an equal opportunities kind of guy. Vostok is located on the east side of the continent of Antarctica. Coincidentally, Vostok means east in Russian. I was going to say, it sounds very Russian. Yeah. Is, well, well, and here's why. The research station there in Vostok was named after the ship, the Vostok, right. which discovered the place on the first Russian Antarctic expedition in 1890 to 1820. Stands to reason, because I mean, yeah. anyone that reads spy thrillers, Tom Clancy, any of that stuff, will have heard of Vladivostok. Yeah. Which was where the Russians built their nuclear subs, if I'm not mistaken. I would know, because I'm not a Tom Clancy aficionado. No, 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 is Lake Vostok. Lake Vostok? Lake, a lake. Vostok. Liquid Under Antarctica. Lake. Yeah. I, I, think I imagine it's barely above freezing, is it? I would say so, but we'll get into that and then we'll make a decision on it. A, a very amateur decision yeah. on whether we think it is or not. An expert opinion. There, there's about 70 subglacial lakes that have been discovered beneath Antarctica. And... Scientists, and I don't know how they get this estimation, but they estimate there might be upward of 400. Wow. Yeah, isn't that fucking insane? It is, yeah, it's weird. Like, yeah. okay, something that I never really got about Antarctica, and it always confuses me. Because it's, you know, it's so fluid. It's, it's essentially, in my mind, and I'm hoping you can correct me if I'm wrong or confirm Probably can't. Mind, that Antarctica is essentially... Uh, Plateau or a it's a continent of icebergs floating on the sea, is it? No, is no. there a there, land there's landmass? There is a landmass. There would be landmass there, there. Okay. for for the icebergs hmm. to not float on the sea because floating would kind of infer that no, they're floating all over the fucking gap. <laughs> yeah, no, but are they not held roughly in place? Like I know, like there is a landmass in it. In Antarctica, but the continent of Antarctica is much bigger, if you know what I mean, than that land. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because you've got the yeah. basically frozen sea. Yeah. Which, you know, is part you know. Like if you could imagine if you're standing in Bray, right, and you're on the on the beach in Bray and you're looking out and the the beach in Bray is frozen and the sea is frozen, you're not gonna be able to tell what's land and what's sea, if you get me. That what like? Yeah, well, you're not going to be able to tell what's land and what's sea if what you're standing on is four kilometre yeah. thick ice. Exactly, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, like, they say Antarctica is the largest continent, but how much of it is actually landmass? Is the landmass the largest continent, or is it the landmass and the ice that makes it the largest continent? Do you have to go above a certain thickness before you call it landmass? Yeah, so, yeah, I suppose you could. Well, like, 
Yeah, I'm thinking terra firma, you know, rock and whatever, as opposed to just kilometres of ice. I don't know if this, the rock and stone and gravel and mountainous whatevers are what constitute the land, largest landmass. If they, they're yeah. that big. I know they're not that big as the Antarctica. You will see at the bottom of the globe if you look at the Earth on the internet. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. a lot of that's just ice. But if you've got ice that's four kilometres thick, mm, that constitutes land. land to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, yeah. As I said, Lake Vostok, four kilometres beneath the ice, it's estimated to be an area the size of Lake Ontario. Canada. It's 13,986 kilometers squared. Okay, so it's, so it's, it's big. Bigger than Ireland. Yeah, probably. Yeah. How, how many swimming pools is that for? Sorry? How many swimming pools is that for our US listeners? I haven't <laughs> fucking <clue. laughs> A lot. <laughs> Don't ask me these questions that I <laughs> absolutely can't answer. The correct answer is a lot. Okay, right. <laughs> Okay, 13,986 square kilometres. Lake Vostok is the largest subglacial lake on the planet. And as I said, it's equal to the size of Lake Ontario. Or lots of swimming pools. Or lots of swimming pools. Cool. Its existence was suggested in the 1960s. They kind of, like, I mean... Theorised, basically. It was suggested based on research because Antarctica is so uninhabitable permanently because mm. it's so cold and weather conditions are so bad and there's yeah. so little food. Yeah, we do have so a couple of permanent contact. bases down there, though, yeah. don't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we have research stations down there permanently, mm. but the researchers in those research stations don't live there permanently. Yeah, yeah. So, and they're actually using that format, that kind of, you know, that template for plans of putting a base on the moon. It'll be exactly the same kind. Yeah, of, it, but it's not going to be permanent. No, it's it'll going be to be a permanent base, but it won't be manned by. The, yeah, it's not a colony. Yeah, exactly. You know, so its existence was suggested in the 1960s, but wasn't confirmed until 1993. All this research that they do, and Antarctica is such a good place for research, specifically mm. because it's uninhabitable. Yeah, on a permanent basis. It's mad though. Who would like literally choose? to spend six months or a year down there. I just don't know what motivates someone to do it. I, I hate the cold. I, I'm not a good cold I'm person, but cold I person. really like the idea. I of, love science and I love the, you know, but like of all the scientific fields that you could choose to study, why, why put yourself through that misery? All I can equate it to is a much more intelligent version of me going on the internet to read up a fact and then finding a link to an even more interesting fact. Yeah. And then going, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, fucking hell. Yeah. As you know I what? go deeper I and deeper into I want to go down there and have a yeah. look at that. So yeah, that's yeah, where the yeah. love would come from. Yeah, maybe so. so. Maybe yeah, I wouldn't so. say it was just... someone that rocked up to the job centre and said, <laughs> yeah. I'm good at reading stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Send me to Antarctica. But it wasn't confirmed until 1993. Scientists estimate the ice sheet has been above Lake Vostok for several million years and possibly up to 15 million years. Right. So that's 15... And God knows what's in that lake. Like, well, this is the thing yeah. that I'll get to. This is 15 million years of ice bores that they can do. I mean, they, yeah. they can't drill down 
and actually they have, so I'm completely wrong on that fact. But they've drilled right down into Lake Vostok. Oh, they've gone all the way down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, okay. So the lake itself has its origins in the Miocene era, the Miocene period. Hmm. And that was 23 million to 5.3 million years ago. And they know this again because they bored in and they've taken samples and they're able to bounce it up. But only what I was saying, God knows what's in that lake. Now I know it's extreme, extreme conditions for life and whatever. But over that length of time, you would think that evolution, you know, to quote Ian Malcolm in Jurassic Park, life finds a way. Have you been reading my fucking notes? No. Because you're preempting everything. Oh, no, dude, no, I'm, sorry. Don't, I'm not saying it like that. I'm not saying it like that. But they're the exact questions I asked myself when I was looking it up. But there we go. Because the lake has been isolated from the rest of the planet for millions of years because it's been covered in ice, mm. microorganisms will have undergone an evolutionary process yeah. that's completely independent to everything else on the on planet. Yeah. 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 So they're saying, I wonder, is there fucking alien life on other planets? There's, There's alien, alien life, life underneath Antarctica. Yeah, it's yeah. not alien as in extraterrestrial. As in little green men, but it's, it's, it's alien. It's evolved in a completely it's, different line, yeah. different, you know, path yeah. to life everywhere. Evolutionary else. process. That's yeah. awesome, man. Isn't that brilliant? That is really fascinating, actually. I'm going to look some more into that. The, like, with the studies that are going on now, I don't know, you know whether you've come across it in, in your research, do they expect to confirm that in their lifetime or... Confirm know, what? That there is life in that lake. Well, define life. The, you know, microbial, whatever. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. is. Oh, it's been confirmed. Oh, they've already... Yeah. Okay, yeah, right. and I'll get to why there's a question mark over it, which is very valid, but... But, but for all intents and purposes, it's, life is fucking there, man. You yeah. find somewhere with water, you're going to find life of some yeah, description, you know? Yeah, yeah. Unless it's like, I can't even say extra salty because you've got those brine lakes oh, yeah, sure. down at yeah. the end of the bottom of the ocean that actually yeah. look like lakes because they're heavier in water, so they yeah, kind of yeah. co coalesce together. You've got rivers inside And anything the that goes those. into yeah, it yeah. dies. Yeah. You've yeah, got but these... you've also got the, what are those hot vents that they... Spew sulfur. Oh, they're and, fumaroles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Spew and they have sulfur. their own bio and they have their own biodiversity. Ecosystem yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some crazy looking yeah. alien shit going on down there. Have you ever seen videos? Some oh, no. I love watching all that. Freaky animals down when there. When David Attenborough gets that kind of stuff, you're like, this yeah. is this shit, man. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. it. Love it. Ah, he's okay. great. He's a legend, isn't he? It's thought that Lake Vostok maintains its liquid state. And this is what your first question was. Right. It's thought that Lake Vostok maintains its liquid state by drawing enough geothermal heat from the, from the Earth. From the Earth's core. Yeah. yeah. So it's liquid at the bottom of the lake and mm -hmm. it's liquid in the middle. And, and up towards the top, it just starts to get more viscous and yeah. more icy and then it freezes solid. Yeah. So you go so far go, up from yeah. what the... Then you've got four kilometres of ice then. What the mm -hmm. crust of the Earth. You go so much... Yeah. up from the crust of the earth beneath Antarctica yeah. and that's where the ice solidifies. Mm -hmm. Everything below that is in a liquid state. Yeah. Isn't that fucking nuts? It is really fascinating actually, yeah. And it's I read, they estimate it's about, I didn't read or should have read more and I didn't read whether it was 27 Celsius but assume it's 27 degrees Fahrenheit because it's covered yeah. in ice up the top. 
Yeah, I know it yeah. is, yeah. I mean, 27 Celsius is room temperature. Well, there you go. But, but here's the thing. Lake Vostok sits in a 65-kilometre-wide chasm where tectonic activity is drawing the Antarctic continent apart. Okay. So, so that, doesn't, that, that doesn't mean it's splitting it. That means it's, that yeah, it's pulling it's it apart, but it. as it pulls it apart, it just it's creates freezing. more. It's freezing, yeah, so it's just getting bigger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and that's not at a rate of knots that's happening. No, it's happening but that's, millennia. That's happening, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it might be room temperature down where yeah, the plates... Yeah, you know, like, you know, we talk about the polar ice caps melting and whatever, but Antarctic is actually expanding. Hmm, interesting. Nature finds a way, man. That's it. Dr. Away. Malcolm, what's his fucking name? Ian Malcolm. Yeah, Ian Malcolm. Uh, yeah. 65 kilometres wide. Yeah. 230 kilometres long. And about 400 metres deep. 400 metres? Deep. Yeah, so so you've got your four kilometres. You mean the water? Yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry. You've got yeah, your four kilometres of ice and then yeah. where it turns to liquid, it's 400 metres deep. Which is not so, huge. It's huge, not huge. long and wide, but it's not very deep. It's as lakes go. Deeper than I want to swim in. Well, yeah, they're true, yeah. yeah. I mean, but it's it's deepish. Yeah. You know, you yeah, go down there, you're not coming back kind yeah, of thing. Kind of thing. Yeah, But yeah. My, my point being, I didn't know whether it was 27 Fahrenheit or 27 Celsius. I'd still have that question down at the crust of the earth where the water is right next to the geothermal activity. Yeah. Is that 27 Celsius? Could be, actually. That's what I'm saying. So be, it could well yeah. be. But I don't know. And if there's some scientists listening to this going, listen to those, you fucking agents. <laughs> Please get in touch and let me know if I'm yeah. right or wrong. I see it it's the latter, but it could be the former. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. The first samples from the lake were taken in February 2012. Okay, so fairly recently. Recently, very recently. And again in January 2015. Okay. In the samples, they discovered microorganisms after the borehole filled with water. So they drill down through the ice yeah, and they and extract the ice that they've drilled. And the water, and the water just rushes up. Of course, yeah, yeah. And refreezes instantly. Right. And then they extracted that and that's what they tested. Right. So they found microorganisms and they found fungal microorganisms like you know so fungi mushrooms and all that kind of shit yeah, wow. they found microorganisms with the same dna or rna as as along those lines yeah, wow. yeah and i didn't get the names of them i didn't write it down and i should have just should have would have could have but they discovered microorganisms and they discovered not only the the what are the what's the family of what's the family of mushrooms what colony no, 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 it's not a colony, it's... Oh, what, what they actually... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what do they come under? It's fungi. Yeah, it is fungi. Yeah, well, yeah. then I'm right, yeah. yeah. And they discovered them, but they discovered other microorganisms as well. Cool. So it's not just... Yeah, it's not just one colony. It's not just, it's one not just a fungal yeah, 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 yeah. They haven't blown everybody's skirts up with the fact that they found stuff because the way they took samples to find stuff could have been cross-contaminated. Could have been contaminated by the mm-hmm. ice. Yeah. That like, and the, I, I can't imagine how they're going to get something down there to scoop up a bit of water and yeah, bring it up without it being, down can, down you know, because yeah. there's the whole freezing instantly thing to <laughs> yeah. kind of work around. So, yeah, so for... You can't just go spare Lunkin, you know, four kilometres exactly. down. So yeah. they, found, they found something, they found life, 
but they can't say it's the cleanest, neatest sample they've ever found. Yeah. And there was no contamination. So the science is questioned. Yeah, it's hypothetical. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Go, go. Okay. I've got the hottest place on earth. Go with it. Okay, just rock into the next one. Yeah. Okay. Because this is contested now. I'm going to pull you up on this one, so. Good. Absolutely. Yeah. Please do. The hottest place on earth. We've been coldest, and I don't like the fucking cold I as hate we've established. I'm really not good in winter months here. I know. I'm and I mean. I, I would rather be sunburned than even moderately cold. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm very much a hot creature. No, I'm not into sunburn either, now I have to say, but I'd rather be in a warm, warm climate than cold. I watched my nephew playing, what's, what Tomb Raider game was it? It was, well, it was the one where she was in Russia, but he was playing a video game and she was going through a cold environment. And, and you felt cold just looking at The it. video, she's walking through, as she's walking through snow and snow drifts and stuff like that, she's holding her arms and she's mm. going, she's going, oh. <laughs> I was fucking cold. Yeah. I was going, this is, this, this is hate, not fun. Yeah, I hate even watching films. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, I'm like, nah, this you know, is Antarctica not Antarctica like, or, yeah. you know, or the Alps. Or, like, yeah, and I mean, yeah. I know a lot of them are cold, but they, in when they're filming scenes where you're yeah. meant to be cold, if you, they're going to see the actor's breath, then yeah, they're going to drop the yeah. temperature. Well, but quite often, that, quite often, they put a blue filter over the lights or the lens. Yeah. And they will deal with cold that way yeah. and that gives you the psychological or like in the Christ, exorcist really you know how they done it in the exorcist no they refrigerated the set well you see that'd still be fucking yeah. cold I, know, I still yeah. wouldn't yeah. be happy there I'd be like, I'd be I'd be that so you could see the actor's breaths yeah I'd be the, the drama queen that goes on set and says no not acting in this you will find me in my trailer heat it up a couple of degrees <laughs> yeah yeah no I'm very much like that uh, or even, do you know what, like, this is how bad I am with the cold. I even hate being in the refrigerated oil in Aldi. I, I, that's the last thing I do when I'm in the yeah, supermarket. It's freezing. Apart from getting the coldest frozen stuff last, which is sensible anyway. Yeah, yeah. I go around doing my shopping and I go, oh, here we fucking go. Yeah, I um, hate the cold though. Yeah, no, I'm not a cold person. I'm skinny, so I'm not yeah, going to like it anyway, yeah, you know? Yeah, same as myself. Yeah. Same as myself. Okay, the hottest place on earth. According to the Guinness World Records, the hottest ever recorded place on earth is Death Valley yeah. in California in 1913. That's what's being questioned. As I said, it's questionable now. They claim, now Guinness have to confirm and it has, you know, a lot has to be done that a couple of weeks ago, that record was beaten again by Death Valley. And I would say it will be beaten next year. Yeah. But my, that's what I was saying to you earlier was that's a very new record. And does yeah. need to be verified, yeah, yeah, and then it has to be yeah. put in there. And so mm. you know, and maybe it's been beaten a couple of times since mm. in recent years. But because it's a recent record, they need verifications, and they need people to authenticate it, and then they need yeah. independent parties to verify it, and all that kind of thing. So it's yeah. not just lads. Anyway, we have a record either way over you here. look at it, Death yeah. Valley's hot. Death Valley, nineteen fourteen. Temperatures reached. 56.7 degrees Celsius Jesus. or 134 degrees Fahrenheit. That's nuts. The hottest. It's the hottest. Well, here's the thing. The hottest air temperature ever recorded. And air temperature is different to ground temperature. Yes, of course. You know? Yeah, yeah. And when you walk when, around. When they record air temperatures, they have to record it at ground level. They have to record it at altitude. Higher, yeah, and, yeah. You know, all that kind of crap. Yeah, that, it, that makes the, sense if you ever... 
If you've ever been on holiday and walk around your bare feet, you're getting bored by the ground. When they tell you, if you're but not going to walk around your bare feet, stop getting your fucking dog to walk around its bare yes, feet. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. There yeah. you go. Yeah. And you see all these horrific pictures on the internet, and I don't search for them, of dogs with tour degree borns on their fucking feet because some douchebag. Yeah, for a walk. Yeah. Yeah, there's a person who lives near to me has huskies and they have their dogs out before sunrise. Yeah, I think we mentioned that before. A good friend yeah. of mine does the same. Yeah. Because yeah. they have to in this weather. Like, yeah. can't bring them out. Mad. So, the hottest air temperature ever recorded was recorded in Death Valley in an aptly named place called Furnace Creek. <laughs> I mean, just call the fucking thing what it is. It is yeah, that's, that's a like, great name. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. What is the desert in, um, in California? The Mojave? The Mojave. The Mojave Desert, yes. Yeah, okay. That's where Death Valley is, isn't it? I'm assuming. Yes. It's in the Mojave. Death Valley, it's, it's again, stop reading my fucking notes, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. stop apologising as well. It's all good. I used to have a beautiful poster on my bedroom wall years ago. Of, it was an F-14 Tomcat. You know, from Top Gun, flying through that valley, very low altitude. Fabulous photograph. Fabulous, fabulous photograph. Must look it up and see if I find it somewhere, actually. You probably can. Yeah. Yeah, you probably I'll can. I'll throw it up on the Facebook if I do find it, guys, just to give you an he idea. Keep saying that. You've got yeah, loads no, of footage that you need to put low, yeah. Oh, come here, listen, when I get to my little bits that I have here, it, like, I'm going to be describing things that are very, very visual. Yeah. In an audio for, you know, in an audio format, so I'll be definitely putting up videos Do. and pictures of everything I'm talking about. Do and put them up with the hashtags and the yeah. episode and all this kind Absolutely of Absolutely will. Make so sure. you will yeah. find them on our Facebook page and Dell can look after the X and put that up there as well if you want. Fuck X man. Twitter. Fucking X. It's Twitter. My Twitter hasn't updated. Twitter hasn't updated on my iPad. Hasn't it? Because I've refused it. Oh okay. I've, I've, I, on my phone it. it's X. But yeah. I won't update it on my iPad and I'm like, don't nope. fuck you, Elon. Yeah, it's Twitter. Anyway. You can't say that, though. Yeah, you can say what you want. <laughs> Death Valley is located in southeast California, near the Nevada border. It's right. nestled in the Mojave Desert between four mountain ranges. Right. Okay, so it's... it's the Rockies? Nope. No? No. Okay. American geography wouldn't be my strong point. Yeah, I don't even know where you started then, because I'd never heard of these till I read Go on, go. The Panamint range to the west. No. <laughs> the Aragossa range okay, to the east. Okay, I've heard of the Aragossas, yeah. yeah. The Grapevine Mountains to the north. Nope. And the Owl's Head Mountains to the south. No. I like that America have names like, you know, Grapevine and Owl's Head. You know, call it what it is, you know. Yeah, no, I like that. I think a lot of that has, and like Panamint and Armagosa has mm. native origins. Yeah. Which definitely. I really like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're the four mountain ranges surrounding the valley yeah. floor, which is Death Valley, yeah. which is like you're just your salt flats, mm. you know? There's yeah, salt flats big rock yeah. kind of formation, rock towers and stuff. If anyone is seeing... And here we go again with me. Star Wars, oh, the Phantom Menace. Right? You know, the pod racing scene. Yeah. That's filmed in Death Valley. Okay. Yeah. Well, Did they have filmed. real pod racers? No, it's, All right. wow, it's CGI, crazy. but the backgrounds are... It's very poor CGI. It, well, it's very dated now, in fairness it is. 
But it's, yeah, all those backgrounds are pretty much from Death Valley. And The Undertaker is from Death Valley as well. I loved him. Oh, loved The Undertaker. Brilliant. Not a wrestling fan, but I love The Undertaker. Rock is dirty. But come here, what, what a legacy though. I mean, he was wrestling when we were kids. And he was wrestling when we kids were teenagers. Yeah. That's, what a That's career. That's career, man. What a career, you know. Anyway, back to Death Valley. Mm. The basin of the valley lies below sea level. Right. It's the lowest point in the USA. So okay. right. Furnace Creek is where the temperatures yeah. are recorded, but fuck me, it's hot. Yeah. It's like You're getting I, down into the car. Like, but you know, yeah, you're below to, sea level. You are yeah. in a, a basin. You're in the bells of the earth. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're in a basin where heat is just trapped by the mountains around you yeah. and it's just it's coming up from the car, in. it's coming yeah. in from the sun, it's yeah, yeah. It's a perfect storm of, of heat, which we'll get to later as well, the perfect yeah. storm. The um, lowest point is in Badwater Basin, which is another great name. Yeah. Which doesn't sound very native to me, but just it's still have a great drink. Name. Yeah. You know, just don't Badwater yeah. Basin, some two hundred and eighty two feet or eighty six meters below sea level. Right, okay. That's fucking it's mad, insane. That's, yeah. No, so it's basically a hole in the ground. Like it's a massive yeah. hole in the ground. Like it's mad. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I'd love to go. I would love to go. Like, I'd, you know, I was it's actually a beautiful reading. place. Like, it, it's barren. It's, it's rugged, but it's incredibly beautiful. I was reading uh, an article where people are going to Death Valley over the last couple of weeks and months where it's been really hot. Yeah. So they can experience the hottest temperature yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. And there's people getting into trouble. Yeah, look, come No, here. I don't mean trouble here, come here to me, you're in no. trouble. They're getting into, into distress. Yeah, yeah. Being course. in such a hot place just mm-hmm. because I want to see what the heat is like. Yeah. Do you want to see what the heat is like? Yeah, no, we're going to go to Death Valley in the winter then. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When it's only like 35 degrees Celsius. You know? Yeah, no, I'm not, like, I don't want to go for the heat or to, you know, be there for the record or that. It's just an incredibly beautiful place. Where is place. Burning Man held? I don't know, but I've, I've, I've heard of Burning Man. Uh, yeah. Obviously. I'm going to look it up there. All right. Burning Man, because I was reading an article. Yeah, there was... The was Burning Man was a washout. It was a washout. Yeah, 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 there were people, and it wasn't like, oh, there's a bit of mud around. It was a quagmire. Yeah, but I mean, was it, or was it just that, you know, these snowflakes aren't used to go to glass? In the people? footage I saw, it was atrocious was it yeah. it was desperate i've seen and been to glastonbury when the weather has been really bad yeah, i'm not jealous at all that you've been to glastonbury but this was just in somewhere that nevada it is is in nevada that's what i thought yeah this was on a yeah. par this was on a par with glastonbury right and i know it's nevada so it's the mojave mm. it's hot you wouldn't expect it it was a fucking quagmire man yeah it was mental. Bizarre. And again, we'll throw some photographs of that up as well. Yeah. Um, Just take notes, man. Make sure, because yeah. you have an awful lot to put up on the Facebook page. Yeah. I'll be covering it, don't worry. Anyway, yeah, come here. Not letting that slide. You just mentioned you've been to Glastonbury, yeah? Yeah. Bastard. I've mentioned that before. I'd love to go to yeah. Glastonbury. Who'd you say? I can't remember. Jeez, it must have been some weekend. It was a long, it was some weekend. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. What year was it? Roughly. 
Jeez, it'd be in the 90s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, so yeah. Yeah, it was kind, not, yeah and that not was, recently. It's not even in this century. Yeah, that was kind of when Glastonbury kind of dipped a bit as well. In the night. <laughs> now, it did. Like, for a long time, yeah, it was a People bit, that have never been to Glastonbury said that kind of shit, man. No, but it was... <laughs> It was. It was badly organised and shit in the nineties. You know what I mean? It was pretty. No, chaotic. it was great. I thought it was, was great. It great. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was Seems fantastic. Chill and now. I left going. I'm fucking going back there next year. Yeah, I didn't. I'd love to do it. But it is. It's great. Is it accessible? Like if you're not driving or can't, you know? Yeah. Like we, if I was travelling over from from here to Glastonbury, where would I fly to for? No, for All right, don't know. We see, I was living in the oh, UK. You were living in the UK. Yeah, ah, right. and yeah, I went up with friends from Devon. Mm. and we drove up we stayed in a campsite obviously near enough to walk and we walked yeah. to Glastonbury Deadly. so we didn't stay in Glastonbury where yeah. everybody in the big tent village yeah, yeah, yeah or yeah. whatever it is we yeah. were outside it so we came and went cool. each day and you go for the whole weekend yeah yeah Deadly. and then Deadly. we kind of drove back and went to work on Monday and did very poor jobs <laughs> yeah, I can imagine yeah yeah no it's it's definitely on my bucket list 100%. I watch it every year on, you know, online or on the BBC or wherever it's on. You know? I always watch it on I the BBC it. to see the smaller bands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I have discovered so much new music through watching Glastonbury Weekend. Yep. That's what Been I there. love for. Love it. Love it. But uh, yeah, anyway, sorry, to, I took you away from your Death Valley. The heat isn't why Death Valley is called Death Valley. Okay. And this is what I was saying about researchers much more intelligent than I am going finding something interesting and then investigating it and finding something even more interesting right. this was the thing I went and I went fuck off man okay that's insane right. so the heat in one form or another has always been there whether it's been really hot whether it's been slightly less hot or something along the lines of manageable yeah you know but the Tembisha Shoshone tribe have lived in harmony with the valley for millennia. Mm. So it's it's a case of knowing how and no, when yeah. to move and yeah. where to go and where to find your water and where to find your food and all the that. Shelter, kind of caves, yeah, yeah, all yeah. that, you know, messes or whatever they're called. Mises, exactly. Mises, messes. So in 1846, a group of pioneers from Europe, wouldn't you know? White man. Yep. Here come the whites. Here come the crackers. In 1846, the group of pioneers from Europe, known as the Donner Party, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. became snowbound in the Sierra Nevada mountains. I know the story. Yeah, I heard it. It was familiar to me it's when I read really it. Yeah. Not, yeah, I actually read a novel by Douglas Preston. And yeah, but this is not that not story. Any... Oh, okay. Right. Sorry. The Donner Party became snowbound in the Sierra Nevadas. Some of those pioneers resorted to cannibalism. May have. May have. That's not being proven. Okay. And nearly 50% of that party lost their lives. Yeah. Through exposure, through starvation, through whatever. Yeah. And cannibalism doesn't mean fucking see him over there, he's the weakest, yeah. kill him for yeah. his meat. No, it's this died. person died and they yeah. cannibalised it. And yeah, yeah. And there's one... Heartbreaking. There was a body of a three-year-old girl found. Three-year-old girl. That is heartbreaking. That was missing the leg. That and is they heartbreaking. They reckoned that, you know. Yeah, but that could have been animal predation. No, the leg had been cut off. 
So I had, had big so, off, like, so they yeah. reckon that, yeah, they, you know, they had <laughs> So, so I don't know what you're saying allegedly cannibal. Because there's other theories too. I can't really remember exactly what it was, but there yeah, is. Yeah, okay, but that because points to one big hard cold fact. Some of it is coming at me from the fiction side of things. Yeah. When I read the Robert, whoever it is, Douglas Preston, and who's the other guy that he writes with, whatever. Um, yeah, so there's that part of my brain is saying, yeah, there was, yeah. She was a ghost and shit, and that's, that's obviously... Okay. But then there's the whole... Her leg was cut off, but was it because she had got injured or... Anyway. Which is quite possible. Gangrene. Cut her leg off, yeah. save her life. Makes yeah. sense. Could have been that. Yeah. Um, or it could have been eaten. Could have been. But they reckon she was alive when the leg was cut off. Whereas you were well, saying... Well, then that's it. Sounds like some no, gangrene Yeah, but you, that's what you were saying, like they were waiting for people to die. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see. Anyway, not so much. Not despite, so much. as I said, this is not about the Donners, despite the Donner Party disaster, wagon trains attempted to find shortcuts yeah. on their journeys to California, especially after the gold rush started. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Of course, that was the, the largest migration in the States, really, at that time, yeah, definitely. And they were always looking for the quicker and easier route, the cheaper route, and, you know, yeah, well, that's you know, and there's and more money the these wagon it. trains that were set up by companies yeah. who wanted people to go out and hunt for gold for them. Yeah, it was always Always wanted a cheaper place to go yeah. because it's less expensive. Yeah. You know, it there's less cost in getting people there if you can find a quicker route. Obviously, yeah. so in eight in October eighteen forty nine, members of trail leader Jefferson Hunt's Mojave. San Joaquin Company Wagon Train. There's a fucking mouthy title, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Fucking get an acronym out of that, buddy, or I mean, your company's going nowhere. Compare that to where we are now with X. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, Jefferson Hunt's Mojave San Joaquin Company Wagon Train grew impatient with Hunt's pace fearing that they'd be stuck in the mountains for the winter. For the winter, just like the Donner Party. Just like yeah. the Donner Party yeah, were, yeah. all right? They convinced Hunt to try an alternative route. But after he returned from reconning the route, so he went out on a recon, they, you know, is it, will the wagons manage it? Will the ox, the horses, all that kind of thing, will we manage it? He came back from that recon nearly dead from thirst and hunger. And he refused to deviate further from the route that they were traveling. Yeah, like the already established route. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A number of the party, thinking they could find a better path west, stumbled across yet another smaller group of what I assume is frontiersmen. Mm. You know, the, yeah. have you ever seen The Revenant? I haven't actually. But okay, no, it's yeah. brilliant. But those guys that yeah. go out and they hunt fucking beaver pelts and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Okay. So, Grizzly Adams. Well, Grizzly Adams lived there. He was a loner yeah. that was friend with a bear. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he was okay. Cool. So they stumbled across yet a smaller group. That smaller group showed them how much would you believe this, right? You're in the group that split off from my group because right. you think there's a better pass west. Right. Okay. You find a yet smaller group who show you a map that's hand drawn about here's where you are. There's where you want to go, and this is the route you take. Right. It's hand-drawn, and they were told that it was verified by frontiersmen. 
Right. It was endorsed by people that had been out there and said, right. yep, this is that way. That's kind of how it was done You go, then, yeah, thanks, thanks very much, lads. Cheers, that's an awful great help. And then when they go, you go, fuck that shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, but they didn't. They went for it. Yeah. At first, it seemed like they'd made the right decision. But pretty soon the terrain became more in, in, inhospitable. Yeah. to their wagons and, as I said, their oxen and their yeah, fucking and the, horses yeah, and, and whatnot. In that, yeah. They're in that valley, basically, right? This that. No, you yeah. obviously didn't read my notes good enough. Okay, right, cool. Right, okay. <laughs> Infighting within the group about how to proceed saw some of them head off for a nearby mountain in search of water, which makes sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. While the rest pressed forward looking for the... Th- trail that they were shown on the hand-drawn map which as it turns out didn't exist didn't exist jesus okay so we have our group that split off from the main group who met a smaller group have now split into two themselves okay okay. weak and exhausted both groups entered a massive valley of salt flats right now they're in death valley they're in what will be known as death valley okay Because none of them came out, I'm, gonna, I'm guessing you're going to say, right? You must be terrible to watch a movie with just whams, whams, whams. What did he say when I said, what did he say? Well, it, <laughs> it stands to reason. If it's called Dead Valley, it's because they all died, yeah? It wasn't Dead Valley at this stage. And that's what I'm saying. This is where, this is where it got its name from. Yeah, yeah, you skip to the end of a book and read the last page, don't you? <laughs> don't watch Titanic with me, the boxings. things. Okay. You'd think in the remake that it'd fucking float away, wouldn't you? They'd all live. Anyway. Many of the oxen were slaughtered for food, obviously, mm-hmm. with one group crossing the flats, eventually finding a Native American who's fucking lived there for millennia. What, one guy, like? He might have been out on a hunt. They yeah. often yeah, went well, there. Yeah, yeah. No, but, like, but they, they found a Native yeah. American who showed them the way out. Where's your Wayne's World too? The other group tried another direction. So it didn't have to be 108 degrees opposite to that way, the yeah. way in, in Star Wars, R2-D2 and C-Troopio yeah. in the desert go yeah. separate ways. It could have been you go off 30 degrees in that direction and we'll go off 30 degrees in the right of that direction yeah. and pretty soon you're, you're far apart. Oh, you're gosh, a long yeah. way apart. So the other group who went off in a different direction eventually died of exposure. The remaining members of the original party were briefly saved from dehydration by a snowstorm that hit them without warning. Mad though, so it's it? it's bad. It's the hottest place on earth and yet it gets snow in the winter. You go up high enough, man. Yeah. And so, you know, we're in around, this This started in October 1949. So they picked their time to go. It's going to be winter. 1849. Sorry, 1849. Yeah, sorry, no, just... Yeah, that's grand. So 1849, they picked their months later in the year to go, oh, obviously because it's, it's more amenable killer. to yeah. manageable temperatures. Yeah. yeah. So we're getting into December kind of months. They've yeah. been lost. It does seem so alien to us, like, you know, because, you know, we're from a country where... It rains all the time, so, except yeah, for today. Well, it does rain a lot, but it's temperature-wise, there's not a huge variance. Yeah. You know, we've got pretty warm summers and mild winters like you know there's probably a variance of 15 degrees across the year maybe 
I'd like average. to look that up because yeah. I can test that. I'd say it's well. I'd say it's I just every winter. Like you every, think about it, like winter gets down to three, four, five degrees. Every February, I talk, and I'm pretty sure I say this every February. I talk to friends and teachers in the staff room, and I say I am fucking done with winter. Oh, yeah. I'm done with the cold. I'm done with the wet. You're so, only getting started though in February. Yeah. You're only getting started. And I know, I'm yeah, out of steam. I know, but what I'm saying is our lowest temperature. Okay, take out the minuses, right? Because you know the odd time we get minus, whatever. Average winter temperature is about five, six degrees. Our average summer temperature is about fifteen degrees. <laughs> average summer temperature is about eight degrees. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but like you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So there's not a huge swing in temperature. The yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's not. It's not extreme. Snow to fifty degrees in the summer, like I, I could handle extremes. I could handle a really cold, snowy winter, if or you, even yeah, not snow. As long as you know it's going to end. Yeah. yeah, and it's not just going to turn into this grey mush of a yeah. season that lasts for 12 months. <laughs> yeah. You know that kind of way? And I'm saying that while the sun yeah. is splitting the trees and it's gorgeous. It is beautiful. Yeah. Boy, but Jesus, we've waited all summer for it. Yeah, and I, I would say it's kind of unseasonable. Yeah, I mean, for anyone that's not in Ireland listening to this, I mean, we literally have had October since... May? Nah, June was lovely, man. Oh, sorry, June was okay. June was gorgeous. Yeah, so the whole of July and October, July and August was like October. Like it literally, well, it was cold, it was wet, it was dark, yeah, it, yeah, was it was miserable. Brutal. Horrible. Anyway. Anyway, sorry for being a... Anyway, killjoy, sorry. the remaining members of the original party were briefly saved from dehydration by a, an, a snowstorm that hit them unexpectedly. Okay? So they had water. But over time... Oxen died of hunger and exhaustion and exposure, I assume. Yeah. Some of the people also died. There probably wouldn't, wouldn't have been any cannibalism because they had oxen to feed off. Yeah, yeah you know? they didn't need to eat each other. Yeah. yeah, so we're not that desperate yet, lads. Mm. Okay. Of the remaining party, some men had broken off to find a way over the mountains and the rest of them stayed in the valley. And when... When it says they stayed in the valley, they stayed in the valley, but obviously not on the salt flats. It would have been some sheltered against the elements kind of place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After more than a month, those in the valley were rescued by two young men they'd sent off to get supplies. Oh, cool. Right? So they made it back. As they made their final crossing of the Panamint Mountains to the west, it said that someone said, Goodbye, Death Valley, over yeah. their shoulder. Yeah. And the name stuck. Yeah, that's cool. So that's why Death Valley is Death Valley. Yeah, and it makes sense. It like, makes perfect you, sense. You know, yeah. try crossing that on horseback or wagon train. Yeah. Even now, like, do you know Yeah, what I but mean? it wasn't because of the heat, which would be the first thing I'd think no, of. Yeah. Which, if I was on Who was Wants to be, be a Millionaire and they threw up four answers, was it this, this, is it, I'd plump for a heat. Yeah. It was heat. And then like I'd, exposure I'd, blow, and lack of water. I'd end up with like a grand or something yeah. after all my effort. That's it. Yeah, if I even made it past the first round. Anyway, hottest temperatures on continents around the world. Okay. All right. Yeah. So in Europe, in Sicily in 2021, and I will throw in the caveat that these are all subject to change in the very near future. Absolutely. Or have changed in the very recent past. Mm. Okay. So, Sicily in Italy in 2021 
was 48.8 degrees Celsius or 119.8 Fahrenheit. Isn't that insane? I remember. We got cool in that. I remember when I went to do my internship in animation in California. We were in San Francisco and my friend's sister picked us up. She was driving us back to LA and she went through whatever the valley's name was in Orange County. And she turned off the AC in the car and she said, lads, roll down your windows. And it was like opening an oven door. It's insane heat. It's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Europe, Sicily is 48.8. Africa, Kabylie in Tunisia. Is this what you said earlier? I think in so, In 1931. Yeah. Yes. 55 yes. degrees Celsius, yeah. 131 degrees Fahrenheit. That's mean. <laughs> no, that's what's actually called. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really. Did you know that? Yeah, it's, it's just called it's just bizarre yeah. to hear someone just yeah. arbitrarily say Tatooine. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weird. Okay, Asia, Aves in Iran in twenty seventeen, fifty four degrees Celsius Jesus or one hundred and twenty nine Fahrenheit. No, I said I love, I love the heat, I love the sun. Jesus, not that hot, Christ. See, and as well as that, it's not just the heat, it's the humidity that goes with that kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah, that's the worst part of it. I mean... It. You couldn't move it. Yeah. When I was in Malta way back years ago, we were, I was there in January, and it was like it is out there now today. Yeah, it's it was nice. like, you know, finally out there. The first day we got there, it pissed Ryan the whole day. Yeah. I thought, oh, shit, it's got to be a fucking wash over week. rest of the week was like this. It was beautiful. Yeah. But I believe if you go in the summer, like August in particular... Can't leave your hotel. Yeah. It's just like walking into a forest. Well, don't, I, I know we're not talking about the same place. Don't the Spanish go for siestas because yeah. in the afternoon? Yeah, during the day, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And even work hours are built around that. You know, it's like mad dogs and Englishmen. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, Oceana, a place called Udna Data in Australia in 1960 was 50.7 degrees Celsius. That's positively cold compared to some places. 123.3 Fahrenheit. Not Hasn't... You've been to Australia, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Anywhere you haven't been there. Yeah, <laughs> loads of places have Any been. continent you haven't been on? Antarctica. Antarctica, <laughs> yeah. yeah. South no, America, I've, I haven't been to South America. I've... I never wanted to go to Australia. Australia's until, fantastic. Yeah, no, it is. It's. I think it was as a smoker. I was just terrified of that 24-hour flight idea, not being able to smoke. That's a pathetic I excuse know, for not going. To, I'm not going over there if I can't smoke on the plane. It was whole, no, That's just, terrible. The idea man. of a day without a cigarette used to frighten the shit out of me. That's desperate. You know what I mean? Anyway, let me finish this. Smokes, it's a different story, like, you know what I mean? But yeah, no, I'd love to go now. I'd it's love fantastic. to go to Australia now. North America. As I said, Death Valley, 1913. 56.7 degrees Celsius, 134 Fahrenheit. Stupid, insane heat. South America, Rivadavia in Argentina in 1905 is 48.9 degrees Celsius, 120 degrees Fahrenheit. I'd be alright with that. Yeah. Antarctica. 48, yeah, yeah. Antarctica. Seymour Island in, t- in 2020. I'm going to enjoy this one. Yeah. 20.7 degrees Celsius. Oh, wow. That's balmy. 63.3 Fahrenheit. That's balmy. That's climate change. Yeah. 
That's Jesus. fucking insane. That's a scary... That's a mad temperature for Antarctica. I thought you were going to say minus 23 nope. or something. That's the, the scariest temperature on that list for no, me. fucking right it is. That's fucking insane. Antarctica should not be able to yeah. freeze in, you know? Irish record temperatures. Okay, go with it. The highest is 33.3 degrees Celsius. That was recently, wasn't Kilkenny it? Kilkenny in July 1887. 1887? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Now, it might have been hotter. It might have what been 33. It might have been 33 recently, we but it's that. the decimal places. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that makes I'm the difference. I'm sure we topped 33 there. Not last summer, was it? The last summer, summer before that, when we had that really, well, really, really big heat wave. I'm sure we have to. As you don't work for the Guinness Book of Records, I'm not going to believe what you say. The lowest was minus 19.1 degrees Celsius in Sligo in January 1881. That's when they didn't know how to stay warm. I mean, I I remember the harsh winters of, what was it, 86? That really massive snow that we got in 86. 85. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was class. Yeah, yeah, it was class because I was a kid and yeah, I enjoyed exactly, it. But my yeah. parents no, had to deal snow, with the man. fucking thing. I hate snow now. And then there was the big snow. Well, the the beast from the east there. Twenty ten. Yeah. Was that? Jesus, was that far back? I think it was. Well, I remember no, one. No, no, it wasn't. It was after that. No. But I remember there was significant snowfall in twenty ten. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, and it lasted a bloody while too, yeah, yeah. didn't it? I love snow, but I do. But when it starts I, to melt, it gets so yeah. Shy. When it turns to shite, you're uh, like, ah, oh, get away from me. I'm it. over it now. Anyway, Ireland highest wind, 131 kilometers an hour. The hurricane Limerick, Charlie? January 1945. No, wasn't hurricane Charlie. Do you remember hurricane Charlie? I do, and I can't remember your woman's name. Who? The, the, ah, the no, that, no, that wasn't No, the reporter, she's standing down yeah, in Carousel or something Charlie. like that. Hurricane Charlie was in the 80s. All right, okay. But uh, yeah, fucking Theresa Mannion. Theresa Mannion, <laughs> she's a legend. Necessary yeah, journeys, yeah, don't yeah, take risks on dangerous roads. Uh, brilliant, brilliant. Highest annual rainfall in Ireland 3,964.9 millimeters. What's that? Have I run up on me again? The just, highest annual rain rainfall in Ireland. 3,964.9 millimetres. Millimetres, okay. Yeah, in oh. Ballymena, Ballymena Gap in County Kerry so, 3, in 1960. Millimeters. That's three metres around. Yeah. Jeez. Obviously, it didn't. Well, it might well fall all at once now. Yeah. But it, obviously, it was, it was an annual. Oh, that's an annual. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant Jesus, daily. Jesus, you asked me to say it twice, no, ma'am. That's, a, that's our daily rainfall up the road here. No, it feels like it sometimes, though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. All right, it's it's not even the amount of rain. It's just when you get 10, 15, 20 days just in a row of fucking rain. It just seems endless, doesn't it? Yeah. It just seems That's what I was talking endless. about, the, the grey mush of a, a season in Ireland yeah. that lasts. From, 12 fucking months. Well, I wouldn't say 12 months, but yeah. Like, you might get 11. two weeks in... Make it a week in August, two weeks in September, and then the rest of the year is just that grey. Yeah, but you're not going to remember those two weeks at the end of the year. What no. was that fucking yeah. shit, man? Well, no, that is like, I mean, all joking aside and everything else, that's something I have noticed over the last few years. That's just that long, long fucking winter. That's well, you see, I had a conversation with a friend. It didn't used to be like that, though. I had a conversation with a friend uh, a few years ago. It would have been 2014, 15, kind of few years ago we're talking. So nine or ten years ago, 
And we were looking at the weather and it was just rain, rain, rain. It was mild, but it was rain, 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 rain. And rain for ages. And he said, fucking, not seriously, but he said, I can't wait for fucking climate change to mm. come in and dry this shit up. And we were laughing about it. And I said, but climate change is going to be the dry places getting drier. And, and the, the wet, wet places, places getting, getting wetter. wetter. Yeah. And the cold places getting colder. And he was like, mm. oh, man. Yeah, fuck we're fucked shit. all together. Like, yeah. yeah. So we're going to turn into one great mush of the season. Yeah. I remember I was in America. And there was an elderly lady. Uh, just she heard the accent or whatever, you know. She's like, oh, my God, you're Irish. I was like, um, why is it so green in Ireland? I was like, it rains 300 days rain, a year, yeah. you know. And she was shocked. Like, she's yeah. like, really? I'm like, yeah. Like, Rains in the summer, rains in the in the fall. They call it rains in the in the spring. I mean, we just get yeah. rain all year round. That was a completely alien sort of concept. Yeah, that, like, like we don't have a rainy season, sort of a rainy climate. Yeah, you know yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, well, we do have a rainy climate. It's just twelve months long. Yeah. Okay, the wettest place on earth, Ireland. <laughs> All right, so I have the wettest place on earth. Right, okay. And we're going to fly there. We're going to fly there. Okay, okay, well, just before we do that then, um, you know, I've been looking at some kind of uh, weird and wonderful weather phenomena. Right, so, did we hear St. Elmo's Fire? No, I don't mean the 80s song and movie. I'm so sorry that he mentioned St. Elmo's Fire. And when he said it to me earlier on, that didn't even occur to me. I was just thinking about the phenomena on an airplane. Yeah, fuck yeah, off. Yeah. I love that song. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I know it's pure cheese, but I, anyway, I, mean, I, I do like a bit of cheese. Yes, right. I have heard anyway, of it. Anyway, right. And it's fucking amazing. It is pretty cool. I, I, I had to actually look this up because I, I didn't know about this until yesterday. Know? No, I didn't know what Sayamos Fire was at all. Right, so electrical storms, when they're um, intense enough and when they're frequent <laughs> enough, they actually cause particles in the air to turn into plasma, right? And those plasma particles are attracted to fast-moving, sharp, kind of, you know, knife-like objects. So wings on airplanes, masts on ships. And it basically causes the air around those objects to glow. Okay. And like lightning bolts to shoot out. It's not actually lightning at all. Yeah. It's plasma. It just, yeah. Yeah. And it's known as St. Elmo's fire. But here's a really interesting one. I, I couldn't verify it, but I did see it mentioned it in a few places, right? It's been claimed, but there's no photographic evidence because it's so fleeting, so quick. That it can actually happen around animal horns, which would be really fucking cool. Wouldn't the animal have to be travelling really fast? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I found the reference on three separate articles. Yeah. And they so, all pretty much said the same, that it's... Claim, like hundreds of eyewitnesses have said yeah. that they've seen Well, this. I know on masts on ships, for instance, yeah. they wouldn't be travelling super fast. No, it wouldn't be, no. It's but they'd be travelling faster than an animal with antlers. I don't think it's the speed it's travelling at. It's the shape or the kind of structure, that kind of knife, sharp Point way. Yeah, 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 kind of leading edge, you know. Yeah. That the plasma particles are attracted and congeal. Yeah. On those on those kind of surfaces or whatever for whatever reason. Congeal. Not congeal, but they gather. Yeah. They're attracted to that 
I don't know what it is. But anyway, yeah, but that's... So apparently it's been seen around kind of bull thorns and stuff, which that would look awesome. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. if that happened in the Middle Ages, something like that, they'd oh, kill yeah. something. Yeah, Devil, yeah, yeah, and yeah. kill the owner for being a witch Jesus, or a warlock would. or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. And also, while they're on wettest as well, I have another interesting phenomenon. And you'll probably remember this as well, Dan. We didn't get, we didn't get this, which is blood rain. I'm going to blood rain in a minute. But do you remember... I'm going to say 10, 15 years ago, there was a Sahara storm and we woke up one morning and cars, roads, yes. everything was covered in red dust. Yeah. Right? Well, which, from, which is expected in the next while. Like is it? The, yeah, it's expected to happen again. I, still, I read the forecast. Cool. And it said, because it was really, I'm really into the weather we have now because it's gorgeous. So, yeah, lovely. And they said there's a Saharan wind blown up. Okay, so we could see that. And so we could be seeing red dust again. That was a bit of a pain in the arse. Red dust. Sounds like word of fucking words. Yeah, yeah. No, but V was the red dust. Anyway, yeah, so blood rain, right? Have you ever heard of blood rain then? No. Or red rain? No. Um, Okay, basically, and again, it is dust picked up from the Sahara and it mixes with uh, water vapor and then literally falls as as red rain. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much. How you think it forms, how yeah. it forms. Okay. Know, but, yeah, yeah. but again, you can imagine in kind of, you know, more primitive times before, you know, that was understood or science was understood. You know, you see blood falling from the sky. It's biblical. And oh, Zeus was supposed to have used that as a punishment and things yeah, like that. I, I so was about to say, I would say a lot of priests and priestesses and fucking leaders of whatever societies Jumped on that ship when oh, they fell falling, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, and maybe they jumped on it out of fear. Hmm. You know, it would be pretty scary if you didn't understand what the hell was going on, though. Yeah. You know? So yeah, so that's blood rain. Anyway, go on. I'm at the wettest place. So the wettest place on Earth, Puget Sound or Lower Mainland British Columbia and Vancouver Island, Puget Sound. Canada. That's and I looked, I looked up how to. How was it gay? Pronounced like, Puget oh, Sound. So okay. they found out where it was. And the people there affectionately call where they live the wet coast. <laughs> which is great. Like east coast, mm. wet coast. I'm sure Ireland must be in the, in people, the top ten though. People of the Amazon forest or most rainforest yeah, might sure. think they live in the wettest place on earth. But just like the people in Puget Sound or British Columbia or Bank of Rand or whatever it is. They don't live in the wettest place on earth. They might think they do, and we might sit in our houses looking out the window and go, this has got to be the wettest fucking country in the world. It's not. The wettest place on earth has held the record for the wettest place on earth many times, consistently and constantly outdoing itself. Right. By what metric, though? What way is it measured? Is it just annual rainfall? I'll get there in a second. Okay, all right. Mawsinram, that's M-A-W-S-Y-N-R-A-M, in India, has an average rainfall of, get this, 12 metres. 11,874 millimetres. Right, but I'll argue that, right? That that's not the wettest place on Earth, right? If you Unless. say the ocean, I'm going no, to get up no, and I'm not smack going, it. No, no, I'm not Jesus, no. That probably falls in a season, in a couple of months. You know, they probably like a rainy season. I would contend that 
what should be considered the wettest place on earth is the place that has the most consistent consecutive days of fucking rain. Right? Regardless of how much rain has fallen. Right? That's, to me, that's like Ireland, basically. I'm not saying. So you're arguing no, Ireland? No, I'm not arguing Ireland. What I'm arguing is if it fucking pisses down for a week, right, and dumps 12, what's that, was 12 litres or no? Litres? 12 metres. 12 metres of rain. If it chokes down 12 metres of rain, in let's say 120 days let's be conservative right and then the rest of the year is dry right that's why it's called an annual rainfall yeah i know yeah, yeah. what i'm saying is if if it's only a rainy season then a monsoon season let's yeah. say yeah and it's chucking that down in a fucking three month period or whatever yeah and then they're having lovely weather for the rest of the year i would contend that it's certainly feels wet. it might not be as you know volume of water wise weather but if you've got fucking rain 300 days of the year compared to that I would say that country's wetter than where that place what was it India but it's not what's wetter it's annual yeah yeah, yeah. It's the highest annual rainfall yeah it's not okay yeah. right okay well everything you just said and I'll skip ahead to this point right and then I'll come back no, I'm not defuting your notes I'm, the region's monsoon the season the region's monsoon season once lasted for two years. Okay, I'd so everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just got nothing on those. Okay. Mm, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Masin Ram's neighbouring town, Cherapunji. That's C H E R A P U N J E E, which is just fifteen kilometres to the west, has also held the title from time to time and has an ra average rainfall of 11,777 millimetres. That's fucking insane. Whatever way you cut it. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Insane. No, I just had it in my head that, you know, this, this rain was getting dumped down over a short period of time. No. 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 Two year and month, it doesn't always last months. for two years. No. And I'm sure that year was an exceptional year. But, okay, I'll just, I'll just go with... I'll just go ahead and keep going. Every winter, the people of Moss and Ram, now winter is, they're still going to live in a relatively mild kind of climate, mm. I guess. Every winter, the people of Moss and Ram spend months preparing for the wet season ahead. They repair battered roofs, hoard firewood, store food grains because no one goes out no one goes out in the wet season if at all possible no of course yeah. okay and they soundproof their homes by lining the walls with reed grasses sorry walls and roofs with reed grasses so the noise of this rain falling is deafening if you've ever been in a shed a yeah, corrugated shed when it, it yeah. really tips down it's the noise is deafening yeah. So, or say hailstones here, like you know that. I'd imagine that rain has fallen with the force that we would kind of you know be familiar with hailstones that lashing the yeah bouncing off the ground and all. And that segues me into a little bit. Have you ever seen giant hailstones though? Yes. Have you ever seen the movie The Day After Tomorrow? Yes. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah, it's 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 an awful fucking movie, and the science is BS in it as well. 
But um, and I thought those you know giant hailstones were just ridiculous. They actually do happen. They occur. Do you know how they occur? Which is fairly simple and fairly basic when you think about it. It's cyclonic atmospheric conditions, right? And you have your hail falling, right? Just normal hail. And it gets caught up in these cyclonic updrafts, gets shot back up to the top of the atmosphere again, forms another layer of ice, so it's a little bit bigger, drops again, and it keeps doing that until it becomes too large and too heavy for the to cyclone do that to throw anymore, it back it up just falls. and yeah, just yeah. falls to earth. Yeah. Some of them have been recorded as the size of apples. Look on fucking YouTube or something yeah. and just watch the... Mad. I, Spain I, had them recently. Yes, I did. I saw a report on that. The, um, I, a lifetime ago, I lived in Australia for a year. Mm. And I was in the studio. I worked in an animation studio. And I was in the studio one day. And one of the girls came running through. She wasn't panicked. She was urgent, but she wasn't mm. screaming in a panic. Yeah. But she was saying, lads, there's a green sky outside. There's a green sky outside. And everybody bolted for the door. And I hadn't a clue what was going on. And someone said to me, have you got a car? And I went, no, I walked to. And they went, good. And they were gone. And everybody ran out and got in their car. And the people that were left in the studio, I was called into the rec room. The double shutters went up and we had a big, what I remember being a decent size and decent weight snooker table. And four people picked it up at the corner and walked it into the corner. Right. And all the cars that could be fitted in, squeezed in, jam, sardine fished yeah. into this space, drove in. And the, the corrugated iron awning was pulled out over to extend over the rear of the car that didn't make it quite all the way in. And five minutes later, hailstones came down and they were the size of your fist. I'd never seen anything like it in my life. The oh. sky was the weirdest looking thing. It looked like a, a really heavy shit. This rainfall is going to be bad. You know yeah, that real yeah. heavy grey? Yeah. But it had a green tinge to it. Wow. It was just the bizarrest thing I've ever seen. Cool. It was, well, fucking well, cool. No. If you, but they cool. were saying, don't even go out in it. Yeah, you're sitting there talking. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. but they, they were, don't go out in it. If, that, if you get oh, hit yeah. in the head, it'll crack your skull. Kill you, yeah. yeah, so Absolutely. it's nuts. And the, I, I didn't see any cars around the area. Fuck. Because they all have their car ports, yeah. but the cars get destroyed. I've seen the cars in Madrid, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Roofs caved in, windshields. Is that an act of God? Because I know insurance companies oh, don't, sorry don't pay, pay out using that. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Because then everything is an act of God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well. No. So they wouldn't pay out for shit. Mm. That so, was the, always a get out of jail free clause with these people, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, there um, you go. Anyways. Join us for part two of the windiest, the wettest, the hottest, and the coldest place on earth. And the most bizarre weather phenomena yeah. ever recorded. See you later.